Hello, welcome back to another episode of Why I Hate This Movie. I'm your host, Derek Rios, and with always, my heterosexual life mate and my co-host, Danny Newton. How you doing, Danny? I'm doing pretty good, Derek. How are you? I've been better. Aww. Yeah, I've been better. I've not had to watch fucking garbage <laughs> D movies all the time, but... This, this movie wasn't a garbage D movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. So today we're talking <laughs> about... A Steven Seagal movie, because mm-hmm. I wanted to do something Steven Seagal. He's a great 90s action hero. Yeah. Uh, a lot of his older movies are actually solid. They're pretty good. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of duds, like uh, Under Siege 2. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's still some out there that are off the wall, but the last eh, 15, 20 years, pretty much, he's done a bunch of trash. Yeah. Anything post-2005 to 2010, mm-hmm. anything past that? is real bad it's the bottom <laughs> of the barrel today we're talking about sniper special ops yes 2016 because this one just seemed especially terrible yeah as far as b movies go in the bad category and this this was something special i honestly can't really call this a cigar movie um he didn't actually write or direct it. That was someone else. Yeah. It was uh, Fred Olin Ray. I don't know what else he's done. I'm pretty sure that this was a different movie altogether. And mm-hmm. they shot it and you see what you got. And then they went back and was like, oh, this is real bad. But we can salvage it. Yeah. By throwing in Seagal, editing some scenes with him, and then cutting it together like he's in the movie. I think it's partly that. But I really think this was just, um, I think this was kind of Seagal's idea. No, I don't think so. I thought, I figured he wrote and directed it at first. Because he's he's done a bunch, he's written a few of these war movies. He puts himself in the hero role and it's real bad. He's always a hero. He's always some, he's always some elite soldier. Some Zen master. Yeah. This one, if he he had wrote it himself, there would be some hand-to-hand combat. So you could see his his sweet Aikido <laughs> skills. His slap fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is he's gotten so fat yeah. that he just can't do normal things that an action movie star should be able to do. He was in a seated position in almost every scene in this movie, and he still looked out of breath. Yeah, 80, 80 to 90% of the movie he was sitting down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wheeled him around the set. Like, all right, shoot. <laughs> he was always sitting in the shade because I guess, you know, it's it's hot outside. Well, they're in a desert. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. They're in a desert. <laughs> um, but after I started noticing towards the last 10, 15 minutes of this movie, exactly what you're talking about is though Seagal wasn't actually in this film that they shot this film as something else and they clipped Seagal into it because he l- literally interacts with no other actor except for except, except for, for the young guy that is spotter. with him yeah the spotter but even then i'm not I sure had a, uh, so i watched this twice yeah for no reason but other than the after on the second to. watch yeah i'm still not sure that he was actually interacting with the spotter even he did I, so I actually checked because after finishing it through the first time, I was like, I don't think he had a single scene with anyone. I figured they I thought he actually cut back and forth with the spotter. Yeah, he actually wasn't in there. No, no. They're both on screen. I'm yeah. saying that I think it, he was green screened in or something. I don't think so, because I don't think they had that budget. So what made me think that was towards the end of this movie where he's about to. When he's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to go steal us a truck or whatever, right? And he takes his necklace off and drops it in the spotter's hands. Mm-hmm. That happens like an off-screen thing almost, right? Like it's done with doubles. Yeah, it's weird. That's what convinced me that I think that w- maybe I, he didn't even interact with the fucking spotter. I think they had a double for that because Steven Seagal can't bend down the head of the necklace. <laughs> <laughs> so he, when he did that... Steven Seagal misses all of his, like, so many shots. So, he's literally using a sniper rifle for maybe a minute. He takes two shots or something and then drops it. And, yeah. He's like, you you watch my six. 
I've got to, I've got to take these guys out. That's a massive six that guy <laughs> has to watch. <laughs> yeah. but, so they immediately get into a combat situation. Essentially, what's happened is Seagal and his special forces team are going are moving into a city, right? For some reason, Seagal is in a completely he's in a completely prepared sniper nest position, right? So there's not only a table here for him to be set on mm-hmm. and have his rifle set up on. He is like in a an impromptu sandbag bunker with a fucking camo netting over the top of it. Yeah. So he's in the shade. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is supposed to be an impromptu sniper scene. You're supposed to be infiltrating a city. How? Where did this? <laughs> where did this position come from? Well, it never it never shows. You just have to guess that he's somewhere up right. above them, and that's it. It never actually shows him shooting from any angle on mm-hmm. top of that building. Yeah, it just it just pans back to him shooting a gun off of this rooftop. So, you suppose his team is supposedly infiltrating into the city. Hmm. He shoots at the first guy who has Johnny. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. He picks up uh, Johnny Johnny Longbow's flask in his hand. This belongs to Johnny Longbow. Which, at first, I thought, oh, Seagal is just screwing with this guy, and he shoots the flask out of the dude's hand first, right? And then he shoots that guy in the face after he warns him by shooting the flask. But no, he's just that bad of a shot. He misses that guy. No. Yes, he does. He intended to shoot the flask out of his hand. <laughs> he but he, all right, so there's a few problems with first this scene alone. <laughs> so first of all, when he shoots the flask, it doesn't fall out of the guy's hand. No. This guy has an amazing grip because he's shooting a 50 cal. No, he's not shooting a 50 cal. So it's a bolt action rifle. It's not a 50 cal. It is supposed to be the military sniper rifle. It's supposed to be like a 308 rifle, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's I think the military version of it's like an M forty or something like that. But essentially it's just a bolt action like three oh eight sniper rifle. Well, right? it's still gonna pack enough power that Yeah. Oh, it's gonna no blow way. this thing out of his hand. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> the and it also is gonna mess his hand up. He has a, a silencer on it. But no. he doesn't though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't it's, it's and it makes the, it's making the, the PPU sniper cells. It makes the golden eye, <laughs> Nintendo sixty four golden yes. eye. Pew! Sound sniper sound like a pistol sniper rifle <laughs> yes. out of his fucking fifty cal that's not silenced, not silenced at all. And you, on top of that, this rifle would still be loud. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Even with the yeah, with the suppressor on it, you would hear immediately yeah. where it came from because the spotter has a range finder on it, and he says it's like six this five to seven hundred meters away. The weirdest range finder I've ever seen. Because when he's looking through it, it's like we're looking through a camera or something, guys. Oh, really? Yeah. No, it's, it's, (laughs) we know because they put lines on it. Yeah. And there's a little meter. Well, you see, there's a block on each eye. It's like target, target, or friendly, or enemy. (laughs) Also, what's wrong with this scene is because Seagal's such a cool guy, he has his hat on backwards the whole movie. Mm hmm. He's sniping with sunglasses on. Yes, he is. <laughs> this is amazing to me. I wouldn't have been surprised if his fucking shutters on his scope were closed and I just didn't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> so the I, I'm pretty sure that there was like, oh, you have to wear sunglasses because this came out around the same time Sniper did, right? When did Sniper come that's out? The, that's what I was going to get to. American Sniper. Mm-hmm. American Sniper come out in 2014. This come out in 2016. Bradley Cooper so, had sunglasses, but when he was sniping, he pulls the sunglasses up. Yeah. So like a normal person. Steven Seagal really wanted to be Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah. He totally wanted to be Bradley Cooper. I'm sure Cooper. that's what they told him when he signed because, up. Because, you know, Bradley Cooper put all this weight on and bulked up for the role. Mm-hmm. And Seagal's like, Yeah, I'm gonna put on all this weight and bulk up for the role, but he's already fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so bulked up, brother. Yeah. I'm right where I need to be, brother. Don't don't worry about it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing but a thing. Ain't nothing but a thing. I want to talk to you about that $60 I owe you. That's about, 50 How about we knock off $5 every time I save your life today? Well, you still fucking owe him 60 because you haven't saved anybody's life today. <laughs> no. no he, <laughs> <laughs> he saved everyone so many times. <laughs> so... 
He and, takes like he takes a shot at that guy and he kills that guy. And then Well, he shoots the canteen and the this is the dude says, this must be an ISIS, right? So the the yeah. whole thing is this the Middle East and they're fighting ISIS. They're, they're Taliban. It's the Taliban. They're Taliban. Mm-hmm. This is this is definitely Afghanistan. But it actually shows at the beginning the ISIS flag. So it, he shoots it and the guy acts like he's never seen a gunshot before or yeah, a bullet hole. In his life. And he's so confused. Like this and just stands a, there and looks around. This dude's a professional fighter. He shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah. And then the other terrorist <laughs> slash ISIS, the <laughs> Taliban member, walks over and is also just as confused by why he's dead. He literally does a Metal Gear Solid of, huh? huh? What was that noise? <laughs> <laughs> just fucking walks over. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't see the fucking whale perched on top of a building. He's just looking at him on the ground like, hey, Bob, what'd you fall down for? <laughs> You get a big fucking hole in your head. And then that guy gets shot, but doesn't fall down. Did you see the way he falls down? It's like he literally is purposely going to his knees and doing like a... Well, a he, he, you see that quite a few times. The actors will fall down before they actually get shot. Yeah. <laughs> but they just cut it together. Because I'm sure they're just like, bang! And, uh, you're supposed to fall down now. <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. One take. You yeah. gotta go. <laughs> but... <laughs> And so he's walking his his crew in like that because his crew every time he takes a shot is like, are, are we good yet? No, not yet. Yeah, yeah, you good now? Go. <laughs> What's happened in this town is apparently this ISIS group or Taliban group or what the fuck ever has captured a U.S. senator, it's right? A congressman. Congressman. I'm sorry, a congressman. Because this guy was going to go shit on military spending or something. This is supposed to be an abandoned town, right? Yeah. This whole subplot doesn't make any sense. Apparently, he wants to defund the military. Yeah, by touring an abandoned town and say we're wasting money. So he's supposed to go to the abandoned town and be like, oh, see, look, they're wasting money, but there's nothing here. Because it's it's abandoned. Nobody lives here. Why do we have a military over here? Nobody lives here. Yeah. (laughs) And he gets captured by apparently someone on our top ten list. Uh, Ab- Abdul Abak. Yeah. So this it's completely fucking stupid. So they, they capture sense. him, kill everyone, yeah. leave him tied up, and then all just leave. Kill his entire security detail. Yep. Along yeah. with Johnny Longbow. Well, along with Johnny Longbow. <laughs> Johnny! No! <laughs> Not Johnny Longbow. Who we know is... Uh, we know he's Indian. We know he's uh, Native American. Yes. Because he has the yeah. last name Longbow. Uh-huh. And a RV, feather on yeah. a canteen. On RVD, a Rob Van Dam. RVD, <laughs> which is fantastic. He picks up literally a canteen that <laughs> that Seagal shot. <laughs> it has a feather attached to it because this movie's racist. Is, uh, this, is <laughs> RVD's JCVD's cousin? No, no, uh, no. When, whenever I used to watch wrestling, I was like, oh, you see, he has to be related. JCVD. Is a fake fighter, oh. and RVD is a real fighter. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're both fake fighters. <laughs> but I don't know. JCVD was in Bloodsport, which was real fighting. Yeah, but he was pretending to real fight, just like <laughs> RVD did. <laughs> all those Van Dams are liars. That's all I know. So we know Johnny Longbow is Native American because. He likes feathers, and he has a drinking problem. Yep. Yep. There you go. It's every Indian in a nutshell. Well, the longbow thing, too. Oh, yeah. Longbow gave it away. You're right. <laughs> How many Indians have you met? Almost <laughs> the majority of people in our area have Indian blood in them. Do you know how many longbow families you know? <laughs> I don't know any longbows. You didn't but go to school with any longbows? I know a lot of Cherokee princesses. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know zero fucking longbows. Maybe Johnny Longbow is like Apache or something. He's oh, not from around here. Oh. Okay. They find the congressman. Yes. And when they find him, they immediately get ambushed. Yeah. There's two guys. One that's probably pushing 50. And Doc, who is definitely younger than 50, built the shit back and looks like he is either a stunt double or does a lot of action movie work. Yeah, I'm sure he's a stunt double. That guy fucking dies immediately. (laughs) He probably has to die because he has to stunt double for Seagal later. Yeah. Walking upstairs. Yeah. 
See, this dude is just so fucking ripped yeah. that naturally he is the only choice to be Seagal stunt double later in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Someone has to walk up them fucking stairs, bro. And it ain't going to be Seagal. <laughs> and that's not in his contract. Granted, the first trip up the stairs, he was carrying a dude. Yeah. So naturally, there had to be somebody who could physically just carry a dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I get them not wanting Seagal to carry a because he is older. But it, the second trip, yeah. <laughs> but then it's literally just a dude walking downstairs and back yep. upstairs. He, they and I, I was like, why, why do they stunt double him going down and back up the stairs? They really can't walk upstairs. That, it's like, no, I can't. You padding, have to pay me more than that. Padding that runtime, man. It's like that's another million on top of that. <laughs> Go upstairs and downstairs. Padding out that runtime. We gotta make this thing feature length. It was it was it wasn't even hour thirty. It was like one twenty six. <laughs> so naturally, yeah, they all get ambushed, and Seagal's on Overwatch. I don't even know his fucking character name. It's just Steven Seagal. Oh, uh, it's Jake. <laughs> oh, Jake. Yeah, it's a uh, Jake out of the the general lieutenant colonel. I'm sorry. No, yeah, not general. He says last names, but none of them are credited with last names. So. Oh man, but it's, it's Jake. So. He uh, takes a sniper shot and kills one guy during this ambush when they're coming out with the congressman. After that, immediately throws down a sniper rifle, picks up his carbine, and then just starts spraying to the left and spraying to the right. Carbine? Carbine? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a carbine. Carbine? Carbine. Carbine. Either or. Fucking tomato, tomato. Who gives a shit? Potato, tomato? Potato tomato. <laughs> he just starts spraying to the left and spraying to the right. Yep. Even though when he had his sniper rifle, he wasn't shooting to the left or to the right. He was shooting straight down the street. Well, it's because he has the way he's positioned. He yeah. can see every alley, every street in the entire city. So he has to shoot everywhere. Dude. <laughs> he is never in a firefight. No. No. He's literally 10 minutes in this movie. Like right. he has 10 minutes in this movie. He's never in any danger. He's never in a firefight. He's like billed as the top actor in this movie. Yeah. 10 minutes of the 120 <laughs> hour 26. <laughs> so while well, they're trying to extract the congressman, our impromptu sergeant or whoever that guy is. I can't remember his name either. Uh, Vic. Yeah. Vic. Vic calls for helo extraction. Mm-hmm. Right. And command says, sorry, Vic, no go on helo extraction. We don't have the budget. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there was a helicopter in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the very beginning, it was blown up and on the side. <laughs> it's they, probably the remnants from Black Hawk Down. They probably went to the scrapyard <laughs> and got a, <laughs> like, oh, hey, there's a blown out helicopter. Let's just borrow that before they crush it yeah. for scrap. <laughs> Anyways. So it's no go. It's a no go on air air extraction. Sorry, even though a target this high value, because had this congressman died, would have been a PR disaster for the military. Yeah, right. I they, mean, could have started a war. Well, yeah, we were already in a war, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have started a war, but. Then we'd have to bomb Afghanistan <laughs> some more. We'd still be there. But they definitely would have had, in real life, they definitely would have had air cover this entire time. They probably would have fucking walked them in with gunships. Probably. Actually, they, well, they would have took out the place before. The congressman would have never got captured. Yeah. That's what it would come down to. Right. He would have had a air support, a full military, armored military unit with him. Yeah. And they would have they would have shown up this village, killed everyone, if there was anyone. Yeah. And anyone that showed up, they would murder. Yeah. And then they'd be like, <laughs> We're we gotta defund this military. <laughs> <laughs> Which the way the way the reporter describes this guy, this congressman, is he wants to defund the military and he'll he'll take your house, take your job, and murder your dog. Yeah, apparently. I was like, what? Is that <laughs> so it seems a little extreme. Why does he want to murder their dogs? <laughs> Is that a metaphor? Because he's from the government. He's a bad guy. Oh. Even though technically the military is from the government, too. So they're all bad guys. I believe it. 
So no go on Hilo Extraction. So what do we do? Well, we go down to the prop store and we rent two Humvees. Yeah. Okay. On top of those Humvees, we're going to put some rubber 50 cows. I don't think they were rubber. <laughs> I think they were bouncing, but I, they, they, he was moving it up and down like he was supposed to be shooting. Yeah. But I don't think they were rubber. The dude in the turret should have just been going, da 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 <laughs> Yeah. It would have been the same fucking thing. Well, I mean, everyone in this movie, <laughs> all the people holding guns. They should have just had fucking finger guns. Yeah. <laughs> sure that. They're all pretty terrible. When Doc goes down, he dies because, like everyone else that dies in this movie, which are mostly the Taliban. Yeah. All of them walk out into the middle of the street. It gets shot. And then, yeah, stop or to shoot and then get shot. And he walks out in the middle of the street and stops. Every single time. Somebody on Vic's team gets shot and killed is because Vic said, you over there. Yep. Okay, sir. <laughs> right up the middle of the street. Well, bah, bah, bah. the other one that died, I, I don't even know if he has a name. He was the other, he was the older, older guy. Yeah. But he, he probably wasn't in his fifties. Yeah. Bearded um, guy. Yeah. He literally goes to cover Doc, stops to reload his gun and gets shot in the middle of the street. I'm guessing that Doc and that other guy were probably their military advisors. You think so? On this movie. They kind of look it, don't they? I mean, I guess so. The older dude looks like he's retired military, and Doc looks like he's, if, yeah, he probably ain't far out of the military. But honestly, you think one of the first things they would advise you on is to wear some fucking Kevlar, because no one has a helmet in this entire movie, Danny. <laughs> Not one soldier, no one. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking helmet. You're right. Nobody's wearing a nobody's wearing a Kevlar helmet. They're all wearing soft covers. Yeah. You either have to have a hat or a shaved head. Yeah. Or I don't think there's no bandanas or, or headphones. Right. That was the three. They're options. they're wearing headphones for some reason. Like yeah. actual like what we're recording with right now, like yeah. fucking studio headphones. Yeah, because that's what you use in the army. Right. Not just like a fucking earbud with a mic piece or something. No. <laughs> this technology is so fucking outdated. Even like Tears of the Sun back in early 2000s, did that come out? Yeah, some of them. Yeah, they were wearing fucking earbuds and they had like the, the throat mic or whatever, yeah. right? Well, now it's all built into your fucking helmet. That's yeah. why you have a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Now it's all built into the helmet that these guys don't have. Yeah. But they couldn't afford that. No. There's no way they could afford that. So, baseball cap it is. These half of their guns look like they're made out of plastic. Mm. <laughs> they're also wearing forest camo. Yeah, they're wearing forest camo. Yeah, <laughs> instead of <laughs> desert. Instead of desert camo. <laughs> it's just like Generation Killed. Everybody tell them we're invading a fucking <laughs> desert country. <laughs> Apparently, they were on that fucking squad. Yeah. The They're trucks. all forest camo. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. One of the trucks is forest camo. The other one's actually desert. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking truck thing. We'll get to that. Uh, but <laughs> that's half the movie. That over half, half the yeah, movie. Yeah, over half the movie is just them standing it next to a truck. So. Doc and other dude get shot and killed in the street. Humvees pull up. We got to get out of here, Vic. We got to go now. You're risking it all, Vic. We got to go. So they, Fat Seagal and Spotter are trying to expo to the Humvees. So the Spotter gets shot in the spine. Yes. And so they, they don't make it out and they have to leave him. Right. So, yeah, Seagal and Spotter get abandoned. The Humvees leave. It's just like Mars. What's the, uh. Mission to Mars? What? Well, they had to leave uh, it's Matt like Damon. Matt David. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, we had to leave the good man behind, mm. but we're going to come back for you. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Both happen in a desert. Yep. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Seagal does bear a striking resemblance to Matt Damon. Just stunningly good looks. Very handsome. So, of course, Seagal's wearing a hat this whole time movie. Yes. That way you don't have to look at his hair. Right. You can't see his receding hairline. Which he is just normally paints over mm -hmm. with like a marker. Jet black. <laughs> jet black. He's got a goatee in this. Yep, this jet black. Is jet black. Uh, you know, it's just so fake. Mm -hmm. I mean, the hair might be real, but that's not his natural color. <laughs> <laughs> So his stunt double picks 
<laughs> yeah. It's, it's not cock. <laughs> so the scene where he is pulling him out of the street. Yeah. He can barely bend over fight, to touch him. <laughs> he literally leans down and touches him on the shoulder and he has wires attached to yeah, him that drag him. him off screen. <laughs> <laughs> because Seagal oh. can't even pull a man. <laughs> Poor fat Seagal. <laughs> Just fucking he, grab his arm and lean backwards, was, you fat bastard. It was enough to shove him in some fucking body armor, okay? <laughs> that poor fucking... There's no side straps on these body armor. It's just... It's <laughs> that poor plate carrier. It's like a napkin laying on his chest. <laughs> it's just holding on for dear life. Oh, man. The only plate carrier Seagal is familiar with is the fucking dinner plate carrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where we get the body double carrying this guy upstairs. And this guy is suffering from a fucking gunshot wound to the spine. Yep. Right? So naturally, you just want to prop him up against the wall so he, he just bleeds out of that. Well, bleeds he out. needs a chair. <laughs> yeah. Skull needs the chair. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy has to lay on the ground and die <laughs> and he's like, just like you got a you got a bullet wedge in your spine son he literally pulls a i stopped the bleeding but that's about all i can do the radio shot i can't fix it and it pans over to the radio it's literally just a fucking broken radio with a pair of needle nose pliers <laughs> stabbed into it. <laughs> he, he tried. He tried to fix it, okay? <laughs> I got I, I think you found I think you found your check. <laughs> your used device check it, it didn't go very well. No, no not at all. Probably because the only degrees he has is ass kicking and name taking. <laughs> He forgot how to take names a long time ago, okay? Yeah, brother. I'm right where I need to be. Yeah, brother. Don't worry about it. And this guy is just pouring his life story out of how his girlfriend left him. And Don't worry, brother. By the time we get back home, you're going to have a civil style. You're going to get all the pussy you want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like really? The, yeah, the fucking paraplegic in a wheelchair, ex-military with PTSD is going to be... Just rolling, drowning in the fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even, even bring him down to the movie. They literally end the movie before he they even show him. He's like, yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Holy <laughs> <laughs> no. no, shit, they don't. Let's fist bump. Get the fuck out of here. Before he wakes up. <laughs> he's probably dead. So our brave soldiers mm -hmm. just leave two of their dead comrades on the ground. Yep. Fuck, fuck them. We gotta go. This isn't Black Hawk Down, okay? This, there's people shooting at them. You're right. They have to leave these soldiers behind. You're right. This isn't Black Hawk Down, wherein they were fighting an entire fucking city. Yeah, there's like three or four <laughs> guys running around. Yeah. We gotta leave these two dudes behind. We can't possibly <laughs> get them. They're, they're right here at our feet, but fuck it. <laughs> they're dead. Who gives a shit? They go back to the camp and we get... We meet the reporter. Oh, God. The Admiral's niece. Yes. Who uh, <laughs> is an expert marksman. Yeah. She's better with a handgun than these guys are with any. ink on a fucking <laughs> rifle. Yeah, she is a better shot with four bullets from a handgun than any of these guys just dropping mags. <laughs> yeah. They, they reload once mm -hmm. in the entire movie. So, that's some big mags. Yeah. They offload their wounded back at the base. And Lieutenant Colonel, by the way, Lieutenant Colonel. Yep, Lieutenant Colonel, which... Sorry, Vic, can't authorize you to go back into the town. I just ain't got the manpower. This guy, I looked it up. He would have been 72 years old when they made this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're allowed to serve anymore. <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't, like, not active duty. There's no way. Could you imagine being in the military since Sherman's march on Atlanta? <laughs> You're still only a lieutenant colonel. It's pretty rough. <laughs> this guy's done some bad shit. Uh, apparently, they put him in outpost in the middle of nowhere with no ammunition. <laughs> Near some abandoned town. Oh, my God. 
And apparently, there, there's a lot of superstition in this movie. Is they called the reporter Jinx? Yes, because she'd been on some ride along. Yeah, she shot. she was her first deployment was over in Obama Bad. Obama Dad. I'm pretty sure they said Obama Bad. Nope. It is. It is. <laughs> I actually, I I looked up. There's a few cities that they mention. Uh huh. And I turn on the subtitles and look these places up. The main city that they're in. You're shitting me. This is a real fucking place. No, it's not. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I, I tried to look them up. Of course, Obama dad, you don't get anything that's a city. All you get is, is Obama an American who's his dad? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> there's, uh, Porta Curdy. <laughs> that's where she was stationed where those guys got shot but yep. that's where they that's what the guy asked but it was obama dad yeah and the main town they're in is madabak mom yeah madabak and i looked these other ones up and literally there's nothing else that comes up except for the script for this movie <laughs> it's like why not make real places up yeah why not yeah just pick a fucking place you think afghanistan's even gonna fucking know they're no, gonna they're care gonna, people are gonna fact check us and be upset when they find out that we bombed <laughs> using their fakes their their city as a oh my god they literally could just point. said cobble yeah they would have been fine <laughs> nobody even fucking cobbles even gonna know this movie exists <laughs> oh my god dude oh also there's also with the superstition thing the one of the guys that got shot yeah, he, uh, was, he he gets uh, sprayed. He gets blinded. Blinded. Yep. A bullet ricochets off the truck, smacks him. The shards smack him in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Maybe Seagal just shot him. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> he had a rabbit's foot, mm-hmm. and and Vic steals it. Yeah, Vic. He gives it to Vic for good luck. Yeah. Because you know he needs it. He pulls the rat foot out. He's like, he he offers it to someone. Yeah. Doc was beside him. Yeah, and Doc was like, oh, I'm trying to quit. Yeah. That line doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> trying to quit rabbit's feet? <laughs> luck. luck. He's trying to quit luck, which he did. He's well, dead. Good for you. <laughs> worked. Yeah, worked. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot by cigar. <laughs> He's just spraying down the street randomly. <laughs> so, Brandon Seagal probably couldn't have saved the f- dot getting shot. Seagal actually having the sniper rifle... Definitely would have saved the other guy getting shot because that guy goes to Doc's aid, right? As mm-hmm. he's crossing the street, his fucking gun jams as a dude runs out from behind a building on him. Yep. And I don't know if we had Overwatch with a fucking sniper rifle, maybe no. every they would good, have shot that guy. <laughs> every good sniper knows when your team gets engaged, yeah. you stop sniping with your scope. Yeah. And because you're 700 meters out or so, you pick up a, a rifle with a red dot and then start shooting. Yeah. Just spray over there. Yeah, that's better. Modern Warfare. Yeah. Call of Duty <laughs> has has done this. So, um, I mean, he's aimbotting. So, yeah. naturally. Dude, he is. He is aimbotting. He's not actually swapping from just side to side like that. Yeah. He's just instantly snapping. He's tapping, he's tapping between targets. Yeah. And he, could, he knows where they're going to be because he can... <laughs> He's walling, too. He can yeah. see through walls and shit. So. Yeah. He's aimbotting through walls. Seagal's a dirty cheater. He's... Seagal is amazing, okay? And all you have to do to figure that out is ask Steven Seagal. And he'll tell you. He'll tell you how amazing he is. He'll flip up for some trained paid actors and uh, show you. but <laughs> Or arrest you, because he is a certified officer. Oh, man. man. <laughs> Which I highly recommend if you haven't seen any episodes of Lawman, check it out. It's God. quite amazing. So he has a TV show that came out, but this is probably about ten years ago, where he was just it's just cops. Yeah, and he's going around arresting people. New Orleans. Yep, and uh, it's fantastic. There is, if you were committing a crime in New Orleans, there is a real chance. So you might could show up with a film crew. <laughs> 90% of their actions is someone getting arrested or pulled over and then arrested. Oh, shit, you're Steven Seagal. And then realizing it's Steven Seagal and freaking out. <laughs> so, back at the outpost that I can't remember the name of. Yeah, Colonel Clink says, uh, sorry, 
we can't go back out. We don't have the manpower or the ammunition or the fuel. He says because there's a, a Taliban group yeah. heading their way. Uh-huh. All of our air support is off, engaged at Abomadad. No, that was Abomadad. Or somewhere. He says the name of the camp, and they got hit. Yeah. Um, they got hit hard, and that's where all the air support's at, so they don't have it. Right. So the mission then becomes... I want you and your team to go out and secure this uh, truck full of supplies. There, there was an ammo truck that broke off after they got hit and was heading their way. Note that now this movie has nothing to do no. <laughs> with going back in and saving Not until the very end. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and if they would have just carried out their mission, then they would have never went back in. So they take a truck out to go find the supply truck. Vic yep. and his crew. Which well, he's got a couple of red shirts that I didn't see before. So no, no, Jennings was with him. No, he was. So they just they take Jennings and 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 then you got RVD, RVD Detroit. Uh, well, uh, Jennings is Detroit. Yeah, RVD Detroit and Vic and Vic. Yeah, it's just the three of them. And then the reporter hides in the back. Yeah, of the, the reporter truck. stows away in the back of the truck. We don't know that surprise. Oh, shit. oh no! When she hops out and immediately starts taking pictures. Oh my god! <laughs> in the middle, and then later in she the does exactly same gunfight. Fucking fight. gunfight! Yeah. <laughs> she literally jumps into RVD's yeah. line of fire to start taking pictures. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, the only reason we know that the supply trucks out there broken down is because yeah, the interpreter yeah, walked Bashir, back. Bashir walked back to camp. Walked to camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, and he's like, hey, you know specialist tyler is out with the truck he thinks he can get it fixed but we need help which Bashir's a good guy yeah he is through and, and through <laughs> it, it's so weird because they stop and they're like oh this is an ambush it smells like an ambush right yeah and as then, though Bashir is setting him up yep. which he's not no and then they're like all right Bashir, walk out there vic is so fucking suspicious yep. of everybody around him setting him up and they are completely not yep they are totally telling the truth it is all on the yeah. up and up. He's he's interrogating people the entire time. The rest yeah. of this point, just like I want to find out Fucking everything you know. Specialist, paranoid. All right, I need you to find out everything you know from her. It's like she doesn't speak my language. She speaks some random fucking dead language. I mean, I it, speak a few. I speak a few different versions and variants of Arabic, but she speaks something I don't know. I don't really know <laughs> what the fuck she's saying. It's and he literally threatens to put his brains on the ground. Pretty much. He pulls his pistol out of his pocket and taps him on the side of the face with it's like, figure it the fuck out. <laughs> I'm just like, you're threatening, you're threatening to blow this dude's brains out. And he has told you the truth about everything the entire time. If uh, the Taliban caught him, they would fucking torture him in ways that they wouldn't torture you, white uh, boy. It'd be much worse. They'd, They'd be much family. worse. They would just kill you on fucking YouTube or something, behead you. Yep. They hunt down his family. They will end his bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But so we catch up to the truck out there. Specialist Tyler is hiding naturally. Yeah. Because he's in the middle of an open ravine. So they stop like a football field away from the broken down truck. Mm -hmm. And Vic orders the interpreter to walk out through open ground expecting an ambush. Yeah, and to yell at Tyler. Hey, go get yourself shot. <laughs> and the guy's nervous about it, and they're like, because ah, suspicious. Why is he nervous. so nervous? He's nervous because <laughs> you just ordered him, essentially, to kind of walk through a minefield here. Because well, he, he, he already walked down shot. the front once, right? So, I mean, they'd already been ambushed. Yeah. It, it's so weird because it really feels like, okay, any moment there's a trap. Right. And then there's nothing. Because from Bashir's point of view... They got ambushed on the way in. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. lost their escort. Their yeah. truck got damaged. That's why they broke down. Yeah. So Bashir has already been ambushed once. And you're going to be ordered to walk out in the fucking open straight through something. Well, Tyler probably ordered him to walk to the You're fucking afraid is an ambush as well. Well, the thing is, when Tyler ordered him to probably go to the outpost, the people that were chasing them down were probably a distance behind them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He wasn't expecting them to be in front of him, so he figured, I'm sending this guy to at least safety or something, right? And then we find out that Tyler picked up just a random woman, a random woman and a baby, 
Vic is just completely suspicious of this woman. I have no idea why. I don't understand why his character is so fucking paranoid. They're trying to repair the truck, but instead of driving the truck over and unloading the cargo. Yeah, because they they walk back and forth. His orders were perfectly clear. If you can't bring the truck back, C4 it up, detonate it. Yep. Essentially, destroy the hardware. So literally, they come up on this truck. Truck's inoperable. We're expecting an ambush any moment. We don't have time to fix this. Let's offload it onto this truck. Then just blow it. Job's done. Let's go home. No, we're going to fix this truck. They babysit this truck for so fucking long. But people walk there. People (laughs) die for this truck. Yeah. Tyler dies. Tyler dies for this truck. But even then, they're just walking back and forth the whole distance. They never pull the truck up closer. Yeah. It's like, why not pull the fucking truck up? The way you're not walking back and forth the entire time. You see, you want your truck spread out. Oh. Because if you get ambushed with RPGs, mm. you don't want your trucks too close. But then they pull them together anyways. Because you once, think they have the budget once for you're ambushed. <laughs> they had one explosion in this movie. Yeah, you're right. They should have known that the Taliban wasn't going to have RPGs because they couldn't afford them. Yeah. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> Which... The Taliban, they catch up to them. Right. They're just, it's just people walking down the hill with guns, AKs, and they yeah. might as well be going pew, 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 pew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Detroit has handed the reporter a pistol at this point, by the way. Oh, yeah, because she's yeah. naked. Yeah. She feels naked. And, and she immediately starts waving it around. Yeah, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dangerous. As soon as Vic smarts off to her again, she literally pulls a pistol out of her bag like, I'll kill you. i think you you found the person that's trying to kill you vic and it's not the dudes around you it's this bitch right here with the handgun anything for a good story anything for a good story (laughs) these marines were ambushed and murdered anything for a good story (laughs) Uh, so literally at any given time she only has four bullets in this pistol mm -hmm. because when they get ambushed she fires four shots from this pistol and then she's out. But you know what? Four Vic- shots, three kills. Yes. <laughs> she is a better sniper. She kills more than anyone else there. She's a better sniper with a fucking nine millimeter. Who unloads <laughs> equivalent of like four or five clips. Seagal doesn't kill as many people with his sniper rifle as she kills with this <laughs> pistol. <laughs> so and she's shooting from about the same distance with the pistol. Yes. Yes, it's, it's like the fucking Magnum and Halo when she's holding it. She's an expert marksman. Can you say the same? No. Because they're just trained specialists. After, they didn't get trained for that part of the job. After the ambush, Tyler's dead. Died yep. Died for a truck that didn't matter. Detroit gets shot in the leg. Yeah, Detroit shot. We Then the reporter gets clipped. Yeah. So she can get some side boob. Yeah. We need to go side boob. We just got some bra. Yeah, we got some bra and some midriff. Yeah, that was real disappointing. Yeah, I, they just didn't pay her as much <laughs> as I guess they paid the women in other Seagal movies. The uh, When the reporter gets clipped, the chick that's with them with the baby. Yes. She walks out there and like tries to pull her back. And the Taliban guys notice. Instantly. Her headdress falls off. And so you can see her face. And they see that it is <laughs> Abdul... A Jim Jabbar. <laughs> a dual of bots. It's his. It's his daughter-in-law. His daughter-in-law. And his grandson. And his grandson. Yes. And so they all immediately run away. Right. Instead of just killing these American yep. soldiers and, and taking her. Yeah. They, yeah. they run so that way they can wait to ambush him in the town because they know they're going to that town later. Yeah. For reasons. Because Skull's there still. Yeah. They got to save Skull. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming back for us, brother. I'm going to go down and I'm going to go steal Doc's water. So. Because he's dead. He don't need it no more. (laughs) So the entire time we're having this truck scene, it cuts back to Doc uh, talking to. uh, Seagal talking to. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. Seagal talking to the spotter every now and then. Right. And this is when he has to have a stunt double to go up and down these stairs again. Yeah. And he walks out to Doc's corpse. And takes a bag, and he's like, I'm going to go get, I need to get those, I need to get the med kit and some water. 
Yeah. And then he doesn't fucking use the med kit. Right. It doesn't even show him using it. You know why he doesn't walk up and down the stairs? Because he's right where he needs to be, Derek. Sitting right at a table. Need to be. Sitting at this table. Sitting here watching you die. <laughs> and then when they're talking about home again, the shot dude's like, oh, I bet you miss your family. And he literally goes through Doc's bag. <laughs> <laughs> and pulls, starts rummaging through Doc's shit. And pulls out a note to his girlfriend and starts. I'm, I'm guessing it's from looking at you know his girlfriend and his dog. He's like, yeah, it's, it's a good looking dog. <laughs> he says something like that. No, he doesn't have family. This guy doesn't have family. I'm gonna go home and fuck Doc's girlfriend because <laughs> I'm more of a badass than him. Hmm. That's why he shot Doc. <laughs> That's why he shot Doc. He knew how hot his girlfriend was. Yep. <laughs> I stopped my own family. Yeah. With Doc's wife. Yeah. Poor Doc. Brother. Brother. Jesus Christ. Ain't nothing but a gun wound. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's no exit wounds. We're under siege. There's a bullet lodged in that guy's <laughs> spine. <laughs> so after we die, after we waste men's lives for this truck. They come up with the idea. They take the... The idea that they say, and then the idea that they do, are not the same ideas. Well, that's because we have to have a surprise ending. I was very surprised by how incoherent this ending <laughs> was. <laughs> so what they do is they take Baby and Baby's mama. Yeah. The the Muslim chick. They're going to trade... RVD and Victor, And they're going to go and trade it Actually, they're just going to take her in case something goes down to the town. But the intent is to trade her for Seagal and Spotter. So the actual plan was to rig this truck with explosives and use it like a bomb to kill all the bad guys when they get ambushed or something like that. They they stop outside of town. Mm -hmm. They take charges, place them around town. Right. Because the bad guys aren't there yet. I don't know. They're not paying attention. Yeah. They're so, napping. And then they drive in and stop. They're having a siesta. They're invading Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so then they, they stop and all the Taliban walks out and we meet Abdul. Uh, Javar. Javar. Yes. Abbot. 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 Yes. And uh, the what happens is Vic trying to negotiate with him. Yeah. And the guy's... Yeah, I got your uh, daughter-in-law and your grandson over there. He's like, you give them to me, I'll let you leave the life. And uh, so what we <laughs> don't know is that it's not the Muslim chick. Yeah, we don't know that yet. But literally, the negotiation was just like, hey, thanks for dropping them off. I'll let you go. Yeah. It's Wait, like, I thought we were going to ask for our friends' lives. They don't even know about them. Yep, they don't have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> and uh, of course, Seagal gets back up and on the sniper position. Yes, on top of a building. Yes, without a sniper rifle, which is the exact same scene where he's just shooting yeah. randomly. So the the daughter and baby turn out to be the reporter chick mm-hmm. with a bunch of grenades duct taped to each other. Yeah, and she's like, "You can go screw yourself." She would be dead. Oh, yeah. She'd be instantly dead. He, she clips the bomb to... To uh, him? Yeah. She clips the bomb. The, I think the, I could... makeshift bomb. I think I could rip that off me. To a, a bot. I have confidence that I could well, rip that off of me and save he's my not, own life. He's a, uh, he's a sophisticated guy, okay? He's not that strong. Four years Break of college. Yeah. Okay, liberal arts. And then she pulls one of the pins and he's just like shocked. He's never seen a grenade before, how it works. <laughs> and uh, Fucking Taliban All leader. the Taliban just scatters, and he blows up, and then they immediately jump out and start shooting after that. They would be completely demoralized. I mean, you think you they ran to let run. your leader die. They would scatter and run. But even if they didn't, it's like, whatever. Okay, now we have a shootout. Reporter has four more bullets. <laughs> yeah. Yep, she does. And apparently all the handgun clips only have four bullets. Mm-hmm. But uh, Seagal saves their lives. She is literally standing out front, dead center. Yeah. She'd be fucking Swiss cheese. She'd yeah. be splattered all over the pavement. And But it's okay because 
RVD has the, the detonator. Yep. And he detonates all the charges. It doesn't work. Nope. None of them go off. Right. Probably because he just hits a random buttons and then it's like, oh, it's good. And he places this on the side of the street like they're hidden. Literally. And it's not just a stick of C4 with a, a number pad sitting on it over there on the edge of the street. Because Seagal's penis is so big. I mean, he's amazing. Okay. He has yeah. to do everything. Yeah. So literally, it's just shots of him leaning over. Yep. Shooting. And shooting one bullet and blowing up each individual packet of C4. Because he knew where he planted all the bombs. And also he knows, or he has line of sight of all those. Right. Every single one of them. And the best part was, if you look, the explosion that happens are nowhere near what the actual site where he places the bomb. He sets the bombs like next to walls, right? The explosions that happen are not even from this movie. No. <laughs> and it's only one explosion. Over and over again. <laughs> it's three different explosions. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's one explosion from three different angles. Right. And it, you can tell it's just the same thing. There's a there's a box and like some netting. Yep. Which is nowhere in the movie. It looks, it's pretty much, they're blowing up the original place that Seagal was standing. Yep. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they win the day. It's all over. Seagal's a hero. And then they can ride off in the sunset. Yeah. Oh, and there's also like a little subplot of the reporter and Vic like flirting with each other the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's totally going to go choke her out and take that to Pound Town. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's going to have to ask Steven Skull for permission first. <laughs> because Steven Skull is like, no, I get to molest every woman in my movies first. Is he? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Have you not watched any of them? That's every fucking movie he's, he's done in like 2010 and up. Is literally, they just, there's some fucking poor actress who this is like her only break in a role. <laughs> and they just feed her to Seagal. <laughs> oh. There's always a scene where she strips naked and Seagal fucks her with his clothes on. <laughs> That's every Seagal movie. Because like, he's he's a gentleman, Danny. Right. After they, they win the battle and she murders, or Seagal blows up these three bombs and it ends the battle, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The reporter pulls out her camera and starts taking shots of the people she just murdered She's on the like, sidewalk. Oh, yeah. I like snuff. <laughs> it's going to make a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I like snuff films. Oh, God. And then this, De- dead the, bodies the, get the me one hot. scene that could possibly have Seagal in it with someone else mm-hmm. is he fist bumps He Vic. fist bumps Vic. And I honestly think it, it might be Vic. It looks like Vic. I you only see him from behind. But it looks like his hair. I don't think it's Vic. I think it's a body double. I think they put a fucking wig on a body double. <laughs> Maybe. I really do. I <laughs> don't think that's Vic. But you only see him from behind. He walks off. But. I I really looked pretty hard for any kind of like cast interview or anything about this movie. And I, I couldn't find shit. Yeah. I was hoping is RVD, right? Mm-hmm. I was hoping out there somewhere RVD was at a convention and somebody asked him about this movie and it was like, you know, an article written down. Nope. Could not find one. He probably had to sign something. Not allowing <laughs> him to talk about he this had fucking to sign movie. An NDA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, anything that went on behind the scenes did not happen. Okay, fucking son. Seagal yeah. made me sign an NDA. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about the, the filming of Sniper Special Ops. <laughs> that is fucked up. Uh, but this is, this is, um, it's not really on the heels of American Sniper, even though only being two years out from American Sniper, I can see how that was still a very popular movie because, uh, American Sniper had some staying power. Yeah. Between its theatrical release and when it was released on like Blu-ray and online and shit, people were still talking about it even a year later. So this really wanted to be. American Sniper. It wanted it to definitely be wanted, real bad. Well, the way they advertise it, it just said Sniper in big words. Mm-hmm. And then in small words, it's like Special Ops. <laughs> so you got to get that clickbait when you're renting movies, you know? The box art for this is fucking amazing. They literally just copy-paste Steven Seagal's fat fucking head. 
<laughs> I'm to just a generic military guy. No, dude, that's him. <laughs> yeah, sure. Back when he was in the army. Yeah. Uh-huh. How much do you think this movie budgeted? What, what, what do you think the budget for this movie was? Oh, how much it cost to make? Yeah, yeah. Dude, if they spent... Gosh. I mean, we did blow one thing up. Yep. We had Steven Seagal and RVD. And we ran in a set for at least a day or two. I mean, there's literally two scenes in this movie. Well, uh, there's three. There's the camp. There's the the town. And then the two trucks was a set scene. I don't know. I would say at the low end, this probably cost $5 million to make. That's actually what it is. It's estimated $5 million. No shit. Yeah. What did I win, Bob? <laughs> uh, you won That's the actual retail price. You won. You get to know and find out what the movie grossed. That's what you win. Oh God! How much did the movie gross? This five million dollar. This thing didn't have a theatrical release. No, I think I'm pretty sure it went straight to YouTube. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think YouTube ads off of us alone probably made about five cents. So this um, uh, <laughs> went up. Let's see. I would think there was probably only a, a million dollars for the people that was dumb enough to buy this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? You are very way off. Am I higher? <laughs> <laughs> this movie grossed $21,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, $21,700. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I feel so bad for Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Hopefully, he got paid more than that, but I'm sure he made a couple grand. Dude, that's so bad. Why do they make Seagal movies? You, you got they all have to be like this, then, right? I, I, yeah, that from what I can tell, every Seagal movie in the past 15 years is they, this. They all got to be some fucking train wreck of a piece of shit that costs like four or five million dollars to make that only makes less than a million. <laughs> Pretty much. They've all got to be that because this is the better one. No. This really is this the is, better this one. This one had one of the lower ratings. Wow. Yeah. This one had like uh, under a three or something wow. on IMDb. The rest are actually like four to five. So the rest probably have a little more action. Jesus Maybe some hand to hand since they have Seagal and he is. A hand-to-hand expert? That is that is bad. That is real bad. Oh, man. Just imagine thinking in the back of your head that, yeah, we made a fucking awesome movie. This movie is going to be fucking kick-ass. Nobody's going to give a shit about American Sniper when they see the fucking awesome movie that we made. They figured they would <laughs> just make a free paycheck, right? Right. Just riding the coattails, but maybe they just waited too long. If they'd done it like a year earlier... If this would have been like <laughs> Transformers and Transmorphers <laughs> on the same shelf. But the difference is Transmorphers didn't take $5 million to make. <laughs> oh. So when it makes 21000 no. you're like, well, at least well. we broke even. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some Asylum movies that were better than this. I really think the reporter laying under the truck prone in literally three shots, three kills. I think that's my favorite scene. I just liked any scene where Seagal would get philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. Just any any yeah. Seagal line. Don't worry about it, brother. None of them made fucking sense. None of them. <laughs> Don't worry about if you can walk or not. By the time they pin that silver star, you're going to have women all over you, brother. So what the fuck? <laughs> I would rather be able to walk. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you would think with a man with a spinal injury, you'd lay him flat down. On the table next to you? And elevate his legs. No. Nah, fuck him. Just let him bleed out. No, he stopped the bleeding. Oh, you're right. I forgot. I'm surprised that Seagal didn't fix him to the point that he could walk out of here on his own. He probably knows some pressure points. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that Seagal didn't reach in, pull the bullet out, and fix that kid's spine. If he had his way and wrote this movie, that's exactly what would have happened. This is a secret technique I learned from my Aikido master. It's all about the healing techniques called the healing hands. I reach into the wound and I pull the bullet out. I fucking cauterize the wound and I pull the bullet out. I got that key energy flowing into it. 
some dumb shit. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna have a good night, just look up some of his interviews with him doing demonstrations. There's some good shit out there, man. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, every video that's just him fucking throwing a random pile of guys around who are just taking pratfalls, mm-hmm. not actually trying. Yeah, I think if Steven Seagal had actually fought anybody in his life, <laughs> like he <laughs> brags about, because every time you see him in a fucking interview, he's like, I've been in so many fights, man, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. It's like... Rob, in movies. Really? Because... Look at fucking like all these cage fighters over here that have busted in faces of fucking cauliflower ears. You don't look anything like these guys, Seagal. <laughs> if you've been in so many fights in your life, Art- you would at least Aikido. have a fucking cauliflower Aikido ear. Aikido is on. the art of defense. It's not an offensive. It's all about using your opponent's momentum. I don't know, man. Everything and- he does is pretty fucking offensive. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, in Lawman, what he does in between the scenes of arresting people. He trains cops in hand-to-hand <laughs> combat, which is fantastic. Because <laughs> these cops, they're out there risking their life, have to stand here and <laughs> Could you imagine? have close hand-to-hand combat training with Steven Seagal. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine showing up to work? <laughs> like, oh, you got a, a hand-to-hand combat demonstration at noon, boys. Oh, what, we get like a fucking Navy SEAL or something to come in and show us some stuff? Even better. <laughs> Steven Seagal walks out. <laughs> the lawman himself is here. <laughs> You're joking, right? <laughs> no, let me, let, me, uh, let me have a trip here. I'll show you this move I learned back in Under Siege. And for some defensive driving <laughs> techniques, we're going to bring in uh, Vin Diesel from Fast and Furious. <laughs> no, we're going to bring in Paul Walker. Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my bad. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) This um, this was a sight to behold. I I fucking hated this a lot. This was an (laughs) insult to every military thing I've ever watched in my entire life, which makes it the perfect watch for this upcoming Fourth of July. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, No, don't watch this. Yeah, don't watch this fucking America. 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 Seagull. I hated this a lot. This is... Yeah, I'm going to give it a 9. Uh, I'm going 10. Really? I'm going 10. Was it the longbow racism that yes. got it there? Yes. Like I said, it has to be this bad plus racist. <laughs> I didn't think it was quite that racist, but... It doesn't matter. It counts. I'm stopping at a 9. I don't know. I'm half Indian. You're half Indian. I feel fucking offended. I'm a little Indian. I'm not half. I'm sure I'm half. No. I could own a casino, okay? Oh. I'm just saying... I had someone in uh, my great great grandfather was a Cherokee and I <laughs> never <laughs> Oh, we forgot the Oh, uh, you know what? what? You're right. There was more Indian racism in this Native American racism whenever Vic walks up to the Muslim yes. Taliban leader, he goes, "How?" He straight up does. And the guy's just like, "How funny." <laughs> this doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Even if he was Indian from India, the the country, but it, it, he might not. as well have just fucking Afghanistan. Thumped the middle of his forehead and said "red dot." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, that's an Indian <laughs> joke. But they're not fucking Indian. <laughs> they're obviously in the Middle East. It's like Afghanistan or some shit. Yeah. Uh, oh man, you're right. That's what he does. Deserve a fucking ten. Yeah, this is ten out of ten. Bad. Uh, it's, all right. I laughed a lot. I wasn't supposed to. I didn't laugh. At all. I did, it was just more pain and boredom. I laughed at how ridiculous these things were. When uh, when Tyler got shot, I openly laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. I wept. Tyler didn't deserve that, okay? Specialist Tyler was a hero. I didn't laugh when Doc got shot, but when Dude just fucking stumbles out there to go help Doc and he just gets murdered, I laughed. <laughs> So, this movie's up on YouTube for free. I highly recommend it. The comments, the number one comment on YouTube for this movie was, Steven Seagal's chair should get best supporting actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. 
Tessa. <laughs> it really should. <laughs> it carried the film, you could say. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, uh, that's about all we have to say about this movie. Hit us up. Like. Comment. Subscribe. Googles, Twitters, Facebooks, all Something. that stuff. We'll see you next time. Don't worry about it, brother. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Sit my fat ass in this chair. Amen. Amen.